Okay. Well, welcome to episode 23 of the Arc of Speak. <laughs> yes. Okay. Take two. <laughs> welcome to the ep. Oh, man. What's architecture really about? Archispeak is a show that dares to peek under the architectural kimono, exposing what architecture really is, what it is that architects really do, and show you why we are passionate about our chosen profession. I'm Evan Troxell. Join Neil Pan, Cormac Phelan, and me as we have a casual conversation about all things architecture, which includes all the stuff people don't talk about. Think you already know what architecture is really about? Tune in to find out. Time for some Arcuspeak. Welcome to episode 23 of the Arcuspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And for this episode, we have uh, we thought we'd do something a little special and talk about gifts for architects. That's right. This will be fun. Because no one knows what to buy architects, right? Are we the hardest people to shop for? My wife says so. So this, this episode is for everyone else out there who doesn't listen to our podcast so that everybody who does can say just listen to this hopefully we get some good gifts on here i'm counting on you guys counting on you (laughs) didn't you do didn't you do your homework didn't you put it in there (laughs) oh no this will be a short podcast then yeah exactly wait are we calling it gifts for architects or gifts for me because then it changes it all completely Gifts for, yeah, well, I think you're going to like what I have. (laughs) I I think you're going to like what I have. So let's let's see. Evan, why don't you start us off? Because you have a special gift. That's right. And we wanted to start off with this one because it is an Arcuspeak product, right? So this is uh, something we're going to come out with this year, right right when this podcast launches live. We're going to have the Arcuspeak t-shirt. And the cool thing about this is that um, you're going to be able to look good and support the show when you're wearing it because uh, by purchasing the t-shirts, that goes towards supporting Arcuspeak podcast. So um, check out, you know, and actually I think we should say this up front, the show notes for this episode are going to be super important, right? Because it's going to have all the links to all the cool stuff that we're talking about. And so the first one that you're going to see when you go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash episodes slash 23, um, you're going to see the Arcaspeak t-shirt. And so it's only going to be available for a couple weeks. Um, so, and I think the 29th is going to be the last day that it's available. And as soon as all the orders are in, and who's not going to order this thing, right? Um, we are going to stop the orders stop the availability and place the orders and get these things printed up and shipped out to everybody. So I think this is going to be super cool. And the design of the t-shirt, if you go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash shirt, you can see exactly what it looks like. We've got men's, we've got women's. Um, you can order more than one, of course, and uh, order one for your significant other and uh, look good together. And support the show at the same time. So that's my first gift. Can you outdo that one? Well, I don't know if I can outdo it, um, but nor do you want to. Nor do I want to. Exactly. Um, that is the best gift on the whole list, right there. 
But I've got a gift that I want to start off with um, that is based on some feedback that I got back uh, from asking the question, asking that question actually uh, from some of our listeners and followers uh, as, as, as an architect or an aspiring architect, you know, what would you want for the holidays? What gift? And and I'm gonna, I'll, this is not one gift, um, but it's it's kind of all related. And it's really kind of three different things. One, the first one was more work. Uh, the other one was uh, uh, a break. And, uh, and the other one was more time. I think those two are kind of similar, but uh, I'm related. asking for my friend. Did, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody say more sleep? Not more sleep. No, but, uh, but our friend wow. Mark, Mark LePage, did say he needed to take a nap. So, um, that's, close so that, that's close enough. That, that works. Yeah, totally. But, but, you know, we all need more work right now, and that would be a great gift for, for anybody. I mean, this is a slow time of year typically in our profession, uh, although I don't, I've never really understood why, because <laughs> if you want to build in the spring... You know, and, and after the thaw, I mean, most of the country is going through a really cold and wintry uh, time uh, right now in early December. And, uh, you know, this is the time to get the drawings done, right? Man, we're slammed right now. And I can yeah. tell you that because of the um, working with the Department of State Architect, all the plans that have been in development this year have to get in before the end of the year because the code change goes into effect. And the energy requirements are way more strict next year. So tons of projects which, trying to get in before the deadline. Which one are you guys under right now? California no, Code. Yes. Yeah. California Code yeah. 2010 based on... Probably... Um, IBC. IBC. Yeah. I forget what year it is, though. 2009, then. 2009, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yep, because... Yeah, we've, uh, we've adopted 2012 and the... Uh, um, ANSI code has like really stringent on uh, um, the energy energy side of things. So oh, yeah, the, you, the you, difference between putting in a project in December versus January is enormous, and the, and there's just no way you'd have to start over. So yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah, and we we we're December's never a slow month for us, you know, especially doing when we. Uh, um, are putting schools out to bid. We usually put them out to bid December, January, go through, you know, uh, the permitting process, go through the bid, or at least going through the permit process. We put them out, goes through the permit process. And then pretty much right around, you know, maybe March, we go out to bid. Then, you know, we're ready to get started, sign contracts and everything else and ready to get started right at the end of the school year. So it kind of, gives us that uh, nice little six month um, between the start of the year to the end of the school year to uh, get everything ready to go for uh, that big summer push of trying to build as much of the building as you can in the summertime. Right. Right. Well, you know, and, and uh, you know, the, that, that's the work side, the break side, you know, time to pause the deadline frenzy, the exactly what your guys are both are talking about. Um, you know, it's a good time to do that. Hopefully, at the end of the year, we all get to take a, a little bit of time to spend with our families and and friends. Um, and and something else I thought uh, as part of the time portion is uh, that somebody commented on was 
take time to learn or refine a new skill or to better integrate it. You know, yeah. and these are all good good gifts. And and Evan, I think you uh, had uh, added to to this by saying, you know, maybe a suggestion is make make a coupon for the architects in your life for for some <laughs> yeah. of these things. And, well, you know, and give I don't know if them. you guys. Yeah, I get I get coupons from my kids, right? And and one's like a back rub, and one's a, a car wash, and and one's a a day off to hang out with me, and and I just thought you know that's a perfect uh, gift from a significant other is to say you know take take a day of your own and and just relax and you know I'm not going to bug you that would be awesome so good idea yeah yeah all right Karmic you're up. All right. Well, um, the first one I want to throw out there, um, we've got a, a follower on Instagram that we've been chatting back and forth. His name's uh, Mike uh, Dudick, and I'm hoping I pronounce his last name right. And he runs a um, the clickypost.com. Uh, it's um, basically a review site for pens, pencils, and all that other stuff. So, of course, that would be one place that I gravitate to. And, um, but he also makes these, um, wooden pencil holders. Um, so what my gift is, is the, um, Dudek Modern Goods pencil holders called the Groove and the Display. And these are handmade, made to order, um, wooden pencil holders and sketchbook holders. Um, you'd be supporting a local, um, or a, uh, just a, uh, a, a made in USA product and uh small business. And, um, we'll have a link to that. These are super Chicken. nice. Yeah. Super they're cool. Yeah. They're, they're very, very nice. Very cool. Yeah. If you go to clickypost.com. Yes. And then you can follow the link out. to the store and then you'll see all of his, uh, um, the stuff there. And, Later on, I'll uh, tell you about you know another gift, and it's you can see it in his uh, in his store, but it's a link to one of the pens that's sitting in his um in as a model for his uh um his pen holders. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Field Notes notebooks; those are super cool too. Yeah, actually, I was gonna put those in there too, but you know, um, me being partial to the uh, um, moleskin, I was gonna say that the easy no brainer is is. <laughs> you know, especially by a gift for me is a pack of uh, moleskins. But nice. uh, yeah, those f- the field note sketchbooks are really nice. And- what I love about those is you can buy a subscription to them, and they've got some really cool designs that come out. And so you've always got like three notebooks coming in the mail, so you never feel bad like using them up because you know another set's coming. Yeah. Very cool. So I will add that to the list while All we're right, there. We need to. But yeah, field notes, those are cool. All right, so my turn again. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see here. Um, the next one that I have on mine, I, I kind of leaned toward the technology side on some of these things. So I just picked one of these up, and I like to put stuff on the list that either I have already got and I've tried it out or I plan on getting, you know, um, you'll see as, as we get through this. But I just picked up this Logitech keyboard. And so, you know, a lot of architects are on their Mac or their PC and they're on their iPad and they're on their iPhone. And if you're traveling or you're on the train or you're at Starbucks or whatever, a lot of times, you know, when we're using our, 
all we have with us is an iPad or an iPhone. And if you're going to be typing up something, um, the, the on-screen keyboard works, right? It works really well. But um, I picked this thing up because this is one keyboard that's solar-powered, so it's uh, you never have to charge the batteries, but it works over Bluetooth, and you it has three buttons on it, and you can connect to all three devices. Just clicking one button changes, so it's already paired up with all these different devices. And so this is on, uh, I found it on Amazon, but it's called the Logitech Wireless Solar Keyboard K760. And I love it because I can have my iPad and I have a real keyboard to type on and I hit a button and it's controlling my Mac and I hit another button and it's controlling my iPhone if I ever wanted to type on that or if you have an Apple TV you can also hook it up for that which is super cool to to be able to search you know if you've ever had a Apple TV where you've had to search for a video or something and you've got to use the on-screen search it's it's a pain in the butt but if you have a keyboard like a Bluetooth which it the Apple TV has you can just type so uh, this is super cool Never have to charge the batteries. I'm I'm really loving it so far. So that's my next pick. Awesome. Never yeah. used one of those. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool and easy. You know, if you have the Apple one, uh, you can only hook it up to one device at a time. And mm-hmm. so this is this solves that problem. It's very very handy. Cool. All right, who's All next? Right. Um, I believe it's me, and I'm gonna. Um, Kind of, kind of dovetail off of the the last one here a little bit, and not a not a specific gift, but something that might uh, uh, help you refine those new skills and better integrate them is talk about software, and just kind of a general comment: upgrading your software so you can be more productive and commit to training and learning new tricks. So that's a good gift to maybe give to yourself. Um, you know, I know a lot of people. Um, you know, kind of buy buy something. You know, buy you know AutoCAD or, or Revit or Vectorworks or some or ArchiCAD. You know, any number of different art, uh, programs, and they kind of stick with them for two or three or four years, and uh, you know, really don't upgrade. And you know, you really should uh, take a look at uh, you know possibly upgrading that software at some point, and um, you know, so you can be more productive. And because uh, usually there's Great features that usually come out each year, every couple of years, in a piece of software that uh, really can improve your productivity. So I've got a good website for that. And have you heard of it? GetMethod.com. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, for and some reason, I don't think there. Neil did. <laughs> no, I I was not thinking that. Okay, way. so I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here. Uh, because this will be out by the time the podcast comes out. But you guys know about that. Um, my Maxwell Grass presets that I launched a few weeks ago for ForMZ yes. and Bonsai. Well, it right. t- turns out, you know, not a lot of people use ForMZ and Bonsai. But uh, SketchUp, on the other hand, a lot of SketchUp users out there. And, you know, there's f- free version of SketchUp and there's a free version of Maxwell Render. So... I worked my tail off last weekend, and I came up with my Maxwell presets for SketchUp. And uh, those are going on sale tomorrow. So I'm excited to launch that, but I'm also excited to kind of get people to make their images look better. And, um, you know, that's what that site's all about, is kind of 
taking everybody's skills to the next level, which is what you're talking about, Neil. So Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And I have a ton of free video tutorials on that site. And I love kind of sharing all the stuff that I know about this stuff. And um, I, because ultimately, you know, I, I just want there to be way better architecture in the world. And so I feel like if I can help make the digital design process less painful for people, um, then we are going to have better architecture. So that's what that site's all about. So it's getmethod.com. Perfect. I mean, that, yeah. that's exactly what, where I was going with that. So, cool. um, you know, that I'm thing, excited. That, um, that's what I think that, that, you know, people should really seriously think about that. Take some of that Christmas money and, you know, get upgraded, um, and start using some new features and learn a few new tricks by going to getmethod.com. <laughs> yeah, one that's one place. That's yep. one place. Cool. All right, Cormac, you're up. Man, I can't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the show. Just get method. <laughs> nice well, tagline. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to the, the gift list again um, and support another small business um, at that uh, Dudek Modern um, Gifts um, pen holders. Inside there was um, some fantastic pens, and I had asked um, Mike about some of the pens that he has in there. And, you know, um, there's this great, I, I believe it's a hot rod shop in Arizona, but they it's called uh, um, Karis Customs, and they actually also make machined aluminum ballpoint pens. And wow. the, the nice. tooling on these pens and just the... Um, they use the water jet to um, to form these pens and everything else. They use uh, some high tech uh, innards from Germany, and um, they're just really solid, nice pens. And um, you know, so they've got these the, a line, and they've got a, a bunch of different lines, but the one in particular is just this machined aluminum ballpoint pen, and it is called, and I've completely forgotten it already. Um, it is called the re the retract, and it's a uh, this just absolutely beautiful pen. You know, and of course I can get geeked out on pens too. So we've already done that. That was last show, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know, go check them out. And they've got videos on their website too of you know about the you know just these guys you know kind of yucking it up and you know um, getting a little silly with uh, some of the stuff that they make. But you know they make some really nice looking pens. Man, um, those look awesome. Yeah. And also while we're there, and I'm going to throw this one out too, cause it's on the same website, um, is an iPhone sound projector. Um, and it's called the, um, the pro the project tone. And yeah, basically cool. it's another, a machined aluminum, um, sound dock basically, uh, that you can fit, you know, um, you fit your, uh, cord into so you can charge while you're projecting sound. But they played a video it, and I, I'm sure both of you guys have done this with you know when you're playing video on your phone, you kind of cup your hand around the uh, the speakers, and it kind of projects the the sound back to you, and it gets a little bit louder. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, that's essentially the um the philosophy behind this particular uh, little cool thing, um, and, and it's just I, I like it because it's so beautifully machined. I mean, very much like the iPhone itself and how, you know, just kind of sleek and cool the iPhone looks. I mean, 
these these parts i mean they build parts for hot rods and stuff so you really can't go wrong with it um so it's it's uh it's really cool so check that out and we'll again we'll have some links to those but you're gonna again be supporting some good local small businesses or yeah that's very cool i like that yeah very cool oh is it me again already yeah it's you again already Jeez. Okay. We got a lot of stuff on the list, so we got to we, we got to keep moving. All right. So, okay. So next, let's go back to tech here. Uh the transporter sink. Have you guys seen this thing? It's uh, um yes, I have. It's this little hockey puck shaped device and it comes out on the 20th at least on Amazon here. So it's it's not available yet, but at the end of next week. So actually about a week after this episode goes out. Just um, in time for Christmas. That's right. And uh, you can pre-order it. And I think it's 99 bucks. And this thing plugs into your computer. And basically it allows you to access all of your files from any device. So you can access it from your mobile device, from a laptop on the road, whatever. So it's like what they call it is your own private Dropbox and I know that you guys both use Dropbox, and I use the heck out of Dropbox. But no. this is cool because it's under your control, and only you have access to it unless you specifically want to give access to somebody else, either a file or a folder. And so I'm really looking forward to this thing. I've heard a lot of good things about people who have already been using it and testing it out. And uh, this is a really good company. It's called the Transporter, the the transporter sink is this particular device what and I like, uh, gives you access to everything. Yeah. What I like about it too, and, and maybe it's not the sink, but one of the other transporter devices is, is that you can basically expand it to whatever size hard drive you want to plug into it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's great because, you know, um, I'm always filling up Dropbox and, yeah, you know, exactly. you plug in, uh, you know, two terabyte hard drive, you're never going to fill it. Yeah. Yeah, so my plan is to plug my Drobo into it, which can hold four three-terabyte drives in it. Wow. And uh, you have access wow. to everything. Yeah, it's super yeah. cool. I'm looking forward to it. So, so you're that's, creating that's cloud my, server. Exactly. That's my next pick. And and the cool thing is for architects, I mean, if you're running a small office um, and you want to share project files with people, you can do that, and it'll stay on your hard drive, and they can people can just be accessing it, making changes, and when they hit save, it's saving it right back to your drive. So that file never has to leave your control, and you can have people working all over the place um, kind of just accessing that one particular file, saving to it, and, uh, and it's a way to kind of have that extended office. So it's really cool. Yeah, this, this is going to be really useful i think for small offices yeah or the, the price sole point's amazing yeah you know the sole proprietor shop because uh, dropbox is something i do use uh for some of my consulting work and um you know i mean you run into now you know i i'm using the free dropbox um and uh, i have a limited capacity and and with something like this i could set it up and share it with my different consultants and right you know, and and not have to deal with that problem. So, uh, I, I'm liking this. I, I'm I'm real curious to see what you think, Evan. Once you get it, um, you know how that how it works for you. Yeah. So, um, Me I know too. I, I've heard a lot about Transporter uh, and Drobo. Um, they bought it, so um, 
I mean, it used to be guys from Drobo that started the company and right. Drobo brought them back in. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited to see this. So, um, and in fact, that leads right into my next, uh, item because, you know, if you're going to be accessing these files and you have something with, uh, that only costs four ninety nine um, and has a somewhat limited storage space, the iPad air is a mm. great gift. For that yep. architect uh, that you know, and with uh, the uh, with the transporter sync, you could have all the space you want and not have to spend for the 32 or the 64 gigabyte model. But yep. uh, but I think that iPad Air is is uh, I'm staying I'm leaning on the technology side too here for a little bit. Um, but I think that's that's another great gift uh, for for an architect or for me or for anyone. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I I got the iPad Air the day it came out, and man, it it is a huge improvement because before that I had I had the iPad One, I had the Two, I had the Three, and then I skipped the Four because they came out six months apart, and I didn't want to feel bad about myself. So <laughs> I bought, I did come up, I did buy the Air, and uh, the cool thing about these is how light they are. I mean, that's where the name comes from, and I to me this is the iPad that they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. When they first came out with the iPad, I mean, yeah, it's I would agree. so fast, it's so light. If you're wondering, you know, if it's worth the hype, it it is awesome. It's totally like the iPad. I would so, call it the iPad. So, what's the big difference between now? I've got the four. What's the big difference between that and the Air? It's it's a little bit smaller all around, except right. for the screen. The screen stayed the same. Um, it's got the same Retina screen, but it is way thinner and way lighter. It's what it's it's, it's almost like almost a third lighter. A not third quite, lighter, yeah, not not yep. quite, but almost. It's a, a third huge lighter, difference. Huge and difference. They decreased the bezel size, um, right. which made it physically smaller, which it, it probably accounts for a, a, a lot of the. Um, decrease in in the amount of weight so i would say you know i mean those two things there um and and uh, and it's it's also the internals i mean it's it's a 64 bit it's way faster it's got more ram in it um and so they were able to what i what i've heard is that they they were able to make the new a7 chip and the new by separating the motion chip off of there they've been able to really cut back on how much battery this thing uses Mm -hmm. and so it still has the same amazing battery life which is like 10 or 12 hours right um but it's it's supposedly some paper thin battery that's the entire size of the ipad um well the the capacity of the battery is actually less than the previous generation, but right. because it's so much more efficient with its uh, A7 processor and other things that they did, that uh, they can squeeze the same amount of battery life. So just yeah. an amazing, you know, feat of engineering. But you know, for for the architect, I think you know it's it's an incredible device and paired with you know uh, your your Bluetooth keyboard that you mentioned earlier. Exactly, uh, it can be a good productivity tool. Uh, yep. I know I use it uh, to write uh, with without a keyboard. I don't do extensive writing, but uh, but I'll write notes. You know, I'll take notes in either Evernote or in the Notepad app, and all of that syncs back to my computers. You know, you can use it for texting or using iMessage, I guess I should say, 
and you know I, it it's a great uh, on-the-go collaboration tool for my email my contacts my calendars my tasks uh, everything that I you you know do on my desktop from that aspect I can do here yeah. uh, and then it's also the way I've used it professionally is um, as a as a portfolio really I yeah. mean when I go meet with a client I can show them photographs of you know of projects I've done uh, or their own project uh, I haven't quite gotten into it yet but uh, there are um, you know viewer type apps by several different uh, CAD companies where you can take your own CAD plans um, I know AutoCAD has the Autodesk 360 Vectorworks has their Nomad um, uh, app that uh, allows you to basically pull up your files and make comments and edits on them. Uh, there are some punch list type apps out there that can be very useful if you do a lot of that type of work. So, um, you know, just an, an amazing light, like barely, uh, barely over a pound, you know, full size tablet device that, uh, you know, quite honestly is probably the class of, of tablets out there and it uh, you know has the whole entire iTunes ecosystem around it an app ecosystem that uh, you know just can't be beat so yeah and I would say like one thing that I've really noticed with the iPad is if you know we all get a ton of email right I've noticed I can crank through email on this thing because there's nothing else on the screen at the same time I mean just the nature of kind of them rethinking how we interact with applications has really allowed the ability to focus on one thing at a time instead of multitasking and Twitter notifications popping up and iMessage coming in and email popping up while you're trying to, you know, pay a bill on your website. You're trying to do five different things at once. Well, this really focuses you into doing one thing at a time and you can plow through stuff. I've really found that it's it's allowed me to focus a lot more, and that's one thing I love about it. Um, and and the other thing is, with as far as architecture goes on the iPad, if you have a chance, check out the link to the Noveg uh, Google Hangout that I did, and I showed some stuff that we're doing on the iPad that's just amazing. I you know I call it the magic window where you're looking through the iPad, looking at it, at your 3D model. It looks like it's sitting on your desk using augmented reality and using the Revisto software so you can do like it's like you're in a video game but it's your own building um, there's some awesome stuff out there that the iPad is allowing us to do I've even got an app running at work where I can walk out into the parking lot like I'm really walking through my building and being looking around at it and it is it is just awesome it, it wow it's the coolest thing ever. So there's so many amazing things out there that people are doing with this. You know, everything is going mobile. Um, and just being able to be anywhere, it, it knows where you are because of the GPS chip in it. So you can actually walk through a building looking through your iPad and you can see what the building is going to feel like. It's, it's totally amazing. So there you go. Yeah. So Cormac, cool. we're going we're, to we're throw that in now. Now you get to follow that. <laughs> All right. Well, have you heard of post-it notes? Yes. <laughs> post-it notes. Three by three, orange. Orange, got to be orange. Got to be orange. Um, from the 3M company. They're just fantastic. 
I've never heard of the 3M company. <laughs> but um, That's not on your list. It's not on my list. <laughs> but if anybody wants to send me a crate of them, I'd be more than happy to start back up my, uh, my daily Post-it note sketches. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, uh, actually... On my list, I had, and I have this uh, set, so, um, and I'll kind of explain why, but the films of uh, Charles and Ray Eames. Nice. Um, and the reason I suggest that mainly is because of the short Powers of Ten. Yeah. And I truly believe, and it dismays me every time I ask and get no as the answer, but it should be standard for every first year studio. It was the very first. It was one of the first things we did in studio was we watched the powers of 10 How and cool. what, and what they were trying to get across to us. And I still use that philosophy today is when you're designing, look at both the micro and macro view, zoom out, zoom back in, change your perspective, look at it in a different light have other people look at it and just kind of understand the building from all sorts of different views. And the powers of 10 as I, I just think it's, it's a fantastic uh, short that yeah. um, just, it, it explains that so succinctly it, you know, just it, it's, it, uh, it clarified, you know, this point that they were trying to make about, you know, how you view your building and, you know, how, or just how you view anything really. Um, and, uh, I just think that the box set itself, I mean, there's a lot of different, um, there's both architectural and non-architectural, um, movies in there and they're just amazingly creative. I mean, this was that, um, husband and wife team were some amazingly creative people. And, uh, the, the box set of films that they um, uh, have, it, it, it shows how creative these people were. There's two things in that that really stood out to me. And the first one is, is what you're saying is it's all about that sense of exploration. You know, you've mm -hmm. got to look at all these different scales from all these different angles and you've got to, you've got to look at it from every perspective you possibly can. Right. And you're listening to people and you're taking all that in and you're doing all your research and you're solving particular problems. And that whole aspect of exploration is super important. And the second one is that how everything works together, you know, whether it's micro or macro, it's mm -hmm. all part of the oh, same yeah. system. And that is that film just epitomizes oh, that yeah. that whole concept. It's awesome. You're right. It shows the interconnectedness of everything and, and yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. That's a great pick. Great one. Awesome. All right. So I'm gonna so, go I'm gonna follow that up with socks. All right. How's that sound? <laughs> because that, that one is so good. But this is cool. Have you guys heard of... I actually heard about these guys through fab.com, which I'm sure you've seen some of their advertising on different social media and stuff. But there's this company called Zorab. It's Z-O-R-A-A-B. And I think this would be a cool gift um, because I love these guys' socks. And what it is is you can get a sock subscription through these guys you can just buy a. Sh uh, what I did originally was I got because I love 
having funky socks, right? I think it's it's part of being this a designer. Is so you, Evan. Totally, right? <laughs> it is. And uh, so what I did was, it's so cool. You sign up, and they'll send you two pairs of socks every month, and you don't know what you're going to get. And <laughs> I thought this was perfect because you, you tell it, I like funky socks, I like business socks, I like whatever they are. You can pick the different categories, and then they just send you what they think you're going to like. <laughs> and uh, talk about cool, like getting a present in the mail every month, and you don't know. It's a total surprise. Like that was super cool. So you can buy gift cards. You can get a subscription, but if you have an architect in your life, I think that they would love to get some Zorab socks. So this uh, is way better than the Jelly of the Month Club. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's the Sock of the Month Club. Sock of the Month Club. Sock of the Month Club. Yeah, and they've got some cool socks. I have uh, yeah, say. actually, I'm I'm looking through some now, and you know, just what they show, uh, th- going through the steps of, um, you know, you choose a plan, you complete a quiz, right. You know, and then wow. it starts talking about the sock selections and everything. You know, it kind of reminds me, I, I just got my son a pair of uh, um, pretty funky socks for uh, his birthday. He's a big, huge Doctor Who fan, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, the fourth Doctor who wore this big, huge, long, colorful scarf. Well, I got him these big, long, you know, colorful uh, socks that are in the same pattern. Awesome. And uh, you should see, I mean, he... he Wears Try, them proud. He tries to. He, well, he wears them proud, and he tries to wear them every day. And I think <laughs> the reason why he tries to wear them every day is because he knows that I am looking longly, longingly at them and want to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Come on, man! Let me wear your socks just once. Too no. Funny. <laughs> Too funny. nice. Yeah, so they've got different themes and stuff, but I I this like cool. I like the uh, yeah this is the cool. random nature of it. I thought that was just like a super cool idea. I could never get away with this, but it's very cool. I'm you not can't. cool. No, I'm not cool enough to wear this. <laughs> they've they've got they've got the Mona Lisa. They've got Starry Night on socks. I mean, you can get anything. It's it's this pretty is fun. Way cool. Yeah, anyway, super fun is. gift. Nice. Very cool. All right. What do you got? Um, well, I'm going to go next with, uh, well, I'm going to say my kind of, no, 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 no. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about there, that's a uh, Christmas vacation reference there. Um, the, uh, no, I'm going to stick with the technology here and Evan, I'm going to, I'm going to need a little bit of help from you because you may have some suggestions, but one of the suggestions, uh, or one of the uh, somebody that responded to me today was uh, a 3D printer would mm. be a cool gift. Heck yeah. And uh, I did a little bit of looking around and saw some by MakerBot. Yep. Um, but these are a little pricey. This is about a $2,000 item, uh, this particular one I was looking at. Although I did see a number of others that were, you know, quite a bit cheaper, you know, half that or less. So there are some options out there. So, um, you know, if you've got somebody that really wants to print up something cool or like our logo, Evan, you printed that up. Um, that was actually point. printed on a MakerBot. That was printed on Is the replic. Right? Yeah, the one that you linked to, the Replicator 2. Uh, okay. And right. uh, that's an awesome one. It is 2000 bucks. Um, but there are some cheaper ones out there that are doing something very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen quite a few on Kickstarter lately, but you can even go to Staples 
and they've got the Cube. I think it's called the Cube X 3D I think printer. So okay. Um, and then there's other ones like the Buccaneer at Pirate3D.com. So I've seen some on 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 Kickstarter and stuff, but yeah, they're getting down to like five hundred dollars for very similar resolutions, exact same technology as the MakerBots using. Um, so yeah, I think you can probably get started for, I don't know, $200. And so I'll do a little bit of link finding and throw those in the show notes, but I think that would be awesome. Um, it's not as easy as they make it out to be in the movies. Okay. (laughs) But, um, it's not terrible either. So there's even apps like on the iPad, um, like one, two, three D creature and, um, Autodesk has quite a few cool 3D apps like Formit, um, where you can actually send out your file right out of the app, and it'll just show up in the mail as a 3D print. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Really, really cool. So, like, 1-2-3D creature is really fun because you can actually organically model characters or whatever you can think of, um, and then just hit 3D print, and it just will show up in your mailbox. It's it's amazing. So, so Very cool. So Pirate 3D, the Buccaneer. The Buccaneer. That's the like, one that I... Yeah, it's ah, like, print I think me that, your booty. <laughs> print me Sorry. a new peg leg. <laughs> so yeah, I think that one's like 500 bucks. Wow. Um, amazing, right? So very cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the MakerBot's awesome. It That one's got a bigger company behind it. It's got a lot more funding, a lot more users. Um and then these other ones, you know, the software is really what's going to start setting these things apart, I think, where that's going to make it more accessible for people. But Now, how big are some of these? I mean... They are, like, the size of a printer, uh, of an actual printer, like a laser printer or smaller. They, they'll sit on top of your desk. Hmm. Okay. The one that I've used, the one that we have at our office is, is a lot bigger. It's, it's like... Um, three or four times the size of a microwave. Oh, wow. Um, but, but this one, like the Buccaneer is like, I don't know. I want to say 16 inches square. It's not, it's not, not big at all. So really you're, and you're it prints like, the same size stuff. So, but I mean, you're, but I mean, you're not printing like you're, you're printing small scale models. If you wanted yes. to do like a scale model or something. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I would say you're probably printing within like, six inches square six inch cube mm. something like that that's kind of cool for you know study models and all sorts of other cool stuff that'd be great yeah it's great for like massing models and stuff that you know you can you can mess with it even after you print it or you can print out multiple parts and um you can glue them together that's another way to do it so yeah the one at staples is called the cubify the cube 3d printer and it's 1300 bucks um super easy to use so if you even go to staples they have a, a, a display set up you can actually see it touch it so cool stuff great so wait what is this uh um somebody just posted the uh the link to autodesk 123d yeah what yeah. is that is is that an app that you can um the 123D creature is the one where you can actually 3D model organic creatures that like it has bone structures and you hmm. can paint them. You can spin them around, you can paint them different colors. You can throw a different backdrop in there, you can render them. But one of the options when you get to the end 
is you can actually 3D print it. Mm, I can so see my, some of my sketches come to life. Exactly. That would be quick. You, you know can what? even start okay. with some something that somebody else already drew, and you can modify it. So there's like a whole gallery in there that you can start with, and then you can you can make modifications to other people's models, and then do whatever you want with them. Next year, you guys are getting Krampus toys. <laughs> nice. All right, no, now Cormac, it's time to stop looking at the printer. Next on the list. Am I up? Yep, you're up. Oh man. Let's see. Let's He's busy look looking at the 3D printer. No, I'm looking at my list. It was kind of a short one. Um. Well, how about this? Kind of like that bus you ride on. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've, I've got two different ones on the list um, that are the same thing, but are absolutely necessary items for people who spend a lot of time out on site, job sites and stuff. And my phone, even though I bring it in, you know, bring the my phone and it's fully charged, I spend a lot of time, you know, taking notes on it or doing field notes. And by the by the time I'm halfway through a job site visits my phones are running low on battery and uh the um i was looking at two of them one is called the power vault it's a portable uh device charger and then um i thought that okay this one's just basically a an external battery pack it's got to be pre-charged and you bring it with you kind of cool looking so you know aesthetically it's it's kind of fun but then i was thinking well let's let's start thinking a little bit more uh green and um they've got uh a couple of um solar powered ones and um there was a great one um that is a uh, solar charger um and it can hook to your windshield and so basically you know rather than plugging it into your car or something like that or you can like you stick it on your window at your office. Um, and it's just basically a solar powered, um, phone charger or iPad charger. I don't know about iPad, but it was showing all of the different things for the different phones. Um, and I thought that, you know, those would, those are always, always necessities. How green of you to, <laughs> to be in your office where there's power and yet still decide to use the solar charger. You should. <laughs> That's, Actually, I, I, I saw one time and... He's um, preparing for the new code. Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, I've been using that code for a year now. Um, They're so ahead on the East Coast. Yeah. Well, we... Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, state, of, state of Maryland adopted um, 2012. Um, well, actually made it mandatory for the entire state, for any state-funded projects to be uh, to use the 2012 code uh, beginning of 2013, either end of 2012, beginning of 2013. So we've been using it for several projects now. And, uh, unfortunately we've been running into, um, building inspectors who we've got buildings that are designed and permitted under the 2009 code who are walking around the 2012 gigging us for things that we Don't shouldn't apply. be gigged on. Exactly. Right. But try to win that argument. <laughs> awesome that's why you need the break right the, my first my first gift you need that break 
Exactly. <laughs> or or Mark's reason. suggestion for the, the nap. There you go. Exactly. All right. I'm anti-nap here. So I am going with one of the three requirements of being an architect, which is to be, is to drink good coffee. Oh, absolutely. Right. Don't and even start, Neil. All right. I know yep. you don't drink uh, coffee, I so don't. shut yeah. your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here it is. I've been using this thing for the last nine months, I'm thinking. It costs under $30. All right. It's called the AeroPress Coffee Maker. And this is an amazing coffee maker. It makes one cup at a time, which is all I need. I make this before I head off to work. And what I love about it is that it is super easy to clean. Uh, I don't have to remember to do anything the night before. I don't have to stop at my favorite coffee shop and spend $3 for a cup of coffee. So this thing's saving me money. And it is fun to use in the morning because what it is, is it's, it looks like a chemistry set, right? It's two pieces of Lexan that you squeeze together and it pushes air through your coffee to brew it when it brews. And it makes the best tasting coffee. They actually wow. call it an espresso maker. It does make a very concentrated coffee and you add water to it to get it the, the mix that you want. But this thing is awesome. And so you can look on Amazon. There's like a bunch of different configurations you can buy. But what I would do is get the one with the tote bag. You can take it with you to work. Um, it's got 355 reviews. It's got four and a half stars. And uh, it is designed by the same guy who designed the Aerobee Frisbee, which is that pink neon Frisbee with a hole in the middle of it that flies like thousands of feet. You guys ever play with one of those? The same dude designed this, so it's mm. got to be good. <laughs> it's it's yeah, awesome. That was, I was looking frisbee at and it, coffee. Um, All right. That's right. Yeah, so but, it pushes although, air through. It pushes air through the coffee grounds, wow. and and that makes it so that it you know like a French press, you're pushing the water through it, and it gets really kind of acidic and bitter tasting. This one, no bitterness. So no I, that, water. It pushes water through it. You you put oh. boiling water in it. You boil oh, water in your kettle right. or your yeah. your boiler, but you put it in there and it and it brews for like a minute, maybe forty five seconds. You push it through, but it but it's actually pushing air through, and uh, there's no bitterness. It's it's just wow. a great cup of coffee. You don't even need sweetener. So now, if you uh, since you're boiling the water with your kettle, are you using the Michael Graves Alessi um, kettle? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a nice bright orange kettle that I got from uh, Sir Latab or something like that. It looks it looks very nice. If you're wondering about the aesthetics of my kettle, you're you do not have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> my get my kettle is two minutes in the microwave in my um, uh, two cup uh, plastic or you know measuring cup. Yes, I, I know that route. I know that, yeah. that method. Yep. Yeah. No, I like to boil it because I like to hear the whistle. You know, I get up early, I study for my exams, I put on the kettle, and there's a little bit of ritual to it. You know, I, I like a little bit of ritual to making coffee because every, everything with automatic coffee makers has gone to the efficiency side. And I, I like making one cup of coffee. It, it's not that big of a deal. And I, 
I just enjoy that. So well, you know, it's interesting because I, 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 I've got the old school drip one, but you know, it's the eight cup. I got to sit and measure out the, you know, I got to scoop it out and put it in yeah. the filter and all that other stuff. And and that's kind of my ritual. But you know, I'm making it for my wife and I, and you know, we probably we both have like you know a cup before we leave, and then you know take a cup with us. Um, so you know, we we make just enough. Um, but uh. I want to try this out only because, you know, the one thing that, you know, kind of is a one of the reasons why I'm always drinking coffee, kind of like heavy cream, heavy sugar is um, the bitterness of it. This is awesome for that. And what one thing that's really cool about this, like if you go camping, it's easy to take something like this with you. Hmm. You don't it's, you know, just take take some ground coffee with you. All you got to do is boil some water and and you're good. So I, I recommend it. Sorry, Neil. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. What's coffee? Yeah, what's coffee? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to stick one more time here with the technology stuff. And Jeez. I know. Evan... All right. Okay. This is the last <laughs> one. I'm going to get to the. I'll get to I, the, I my next one. Be, you're going to like. So you two uh, would this... be like heavy. We don't have time for anyway. that. No, no, we have to, we're, we're going to go long. So get, you know, pull up your coffee maker, your, your arrow coffee maker. Oh, we're going to okay. go long. All right. I'll so my next one is, uh, uh, again, a suggestion from one of our listeners, um, the GoPro camera. Nice. And yeah, these range anywhere from 70 to $400, but, uh, I have not personally used one, but Evan, I have a feeling maybe you have some thoughts on this. I would being love the, being the outdoor uh, mountain bike rider that you are. Yeah, I I've had my eye on these for a while. I mean, I I honestly think I think I saw one at Costco the other day, the GoPro Hero, uh, the Silver Edition, which is kind of the middle of the road one. Uh-huh. Right, I've seen that one. Uh, I think it's normally three hundred. I think it was two twenty nine at Costco. Hmm. But. Um, it's between the silver and the black edition. One of the cool things about these is, you know, there, there's wireless controller. There's an app on the phone that can control it, turn it on and off. You can actually even see what the camera is seeing. Um, there's tons of different mounts for these things. Obviously, I think that's where GoPro really has the advantage is all the different mounts. So you've got handlebars and chest and surfboard and snowboard and tripod and every, every different mount you could ever think of which really makes these things super versatile, obviously waterproof housings and all that stuff. But um, I know a lot of people are using these on job sites for their cameras because they're waterproof, they're wireless. Nice. Um, it just it just saves to a standard SD card, so it's easy to get the footage to, to, a, to your computer. Um, they shoot full HD... I believe I, you know, I have to look it up, but at 60 frames a second. So you can actually do slow motion Hmm. with these things. If you go to YouTube and just do a search for the GoPro channel and just watch their footage from like the last year, it is unbelievable. The stuff that people are doing with these things. Um, and then one of my favorite things to watch with the GoPro footage is the Ken block. Um, I think it's called the Gymkhana. The, with his rally car that he does. He's done stuff in the streets of San Francisco, out on a barge in the bay, some amazing footage that this guy, that, you know, they, they put like 30 GoPro cameras on his car and he just goes and does these amazing things. And it's just super fun to watch. So wow. 
yeah, I mean, this is a this would be a cool gift. You you can feel free to uh, hook me up. Actually, well, Evan, the the one uh, that I'll have a link to here, the Hero Three Plus, does all the way up to seven. 20p at 120 frames a second i was just reading 120 yeah so you can, so you can slow really it down to 25 percent and yeah. uh that's awesome well there's uh one and i'm going to post a link for you guys to um so that we can watch it and all that other stuff but the uh gopro um weather balloon i think that was one of the first ones that i ever saw the gopro camera was they basically, you know, hooked up one of these GoPros to a weather balloon and sent it up, and essentially it went up into space. And um, so they've got this, you know, a U- YouTube video, and um, it's the Project Space GoPro weather balloon. Nice. And, uh, oh, you know, and, and I've just, I saw it, and I was like, ah, oh, I've, I've got to do that one day with my kids. That would just be fantastic, you know, sending up, in taking our own video of... I think I saw that one. Because you get to see the curvature of the, you know, I mean, you're breaking the atmosphere. It goes from blue to black. And And then it comes down, right? right. The camera survived. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, And they actually have, so we'll go ahead and and kind of post that as a, you know, a gift idea. But they actually have, like, the, a whole, like, weather balloon kit that, um, that GoPro... Um, basically you can, uh, we'll do the, uh, Amazon link to it, but you know, the crazy. high altitude science Eagle weather balloon kit and all that other stuff only That's needs awesome. a camera and helium. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So cool. <laughs> okay. I had no idea this suggestion was going to be so cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. That, that is just awesome. Stratosphere. Oh yeah. I mean, could it's just cool in general. I mean, you know, I wanted to start putting links to, you know, like some of my favorite telescopes and, and stuff like that, because, you know, we love star watching and we've got some, some, uh, pretty decent, um, telescopes here at the house. But, uh, you know, that one right there, I've always thought, Oh, that would be so great to do. That's what that is. That's cool. All right. So you're up next, Cormac. I just did it. No, he did. No, okay. You, <laughs> you just tagged on. You just <laughs> tagged on. You got a bonus. Man. Well, all right. Fine. I, I got another one. I can follow up with another one. No, no. Right. I'm going to go with my favorite fountain, my daily favorite fountain pen. Oh, and yeah. Every, I'm into this. I, I know you, I, Evan, I know you got one, too. The good old tried and true um, Safari. The, yep. Lam- the Lamy Safari fountain pen is, you know, I usually get the fine tip uh, nib on there, but, um, you know, it st- usually comes with a uh, a medium nib, and it's just a good pen. Um, nice. I turn it over, and you can get a finer nib, you know, a, f- a finer uh, line when you turn it over the opposite direction it's supposed to be used, but... Um, that's just a great pen and they're like 20 bucks but yeah. uh, they're fantastic little pens and think, you can get the refillable like, yeah you can get the refillable ones or you can get just the little it's just know. a cartridge right and you yeah. just get it in it and i bought the noodler's ink which i think is 
awesome ink. It just it, what's nice about it is it won't clog your pen. Yeah. It it just it keeps it flowing. There's some kind of extra lubricant or additive or something in there that just keeps everything moving through, which is what makes it really great. But and it's also waterproof and yeah. And it and it won't won't run as bad, but that's that's great, good ink. But for 20, 25 bucks, oh yeah. You're going to have a pen and a bottle of ink that's going to last you for 10 years. You know, it's it's awesome. Or like maybe 6 months in my case. <laughs> <laughs> so can you just replace the nib on those or do you have to replace the whole thing? Um I mean, you can actually you actually have to get it set out to change it because it's not like one of the older kinds where you could basically unscrew the nib, change yeah. out the nib. Um, you know, I, I, I collect, um, these older pens that they're, the company's long since gone, but, uh, it's called Esterbrook and they were just these fantastic, basically daily users. Um, and you could unscrew it and you could basically, it had a whole plethora of different nibs, from you know like a drafting one all the way to calligraphy and anything in between um it's they're not as user friendly as those only in the case of you know you would have to send it out or it, or order a kit to change the nib out um but i mean you know they're they last they're so well made that they last forever anyway um, I, I mean, I have one that I've been using since architecture school, and then I, I got one that my kids bought for me for Father's Day just this past Father's Day. So, you know, they last forever. Yeah, that's cool. I, I really I like using a fountain pen. Again, kind of getting back to the the ritual idea of the things that we do, I think it just brings a little bit of sanity back to the crazy oh, deadlines and yeah the speed at which we have to work and the digitalness of our life it's really cool to to get a a fountain pen and a nice moleskin notebook and and just sketch you well, know, like see, we talked about in the last episode yeah and i go even i go one step further on that and because all of my um old antiques that excuse me the, the antiques that i have you know i've got these esterbrook that are the lever action fills yeah and so I'm sitting there at my desk at work and I've got a bottle of ink and my bottle of ink of choice is the Waterman blue black ink. Um, you know, it's just a, I, I love the color, you know, blue black yeah. ink is awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm sitting there and I've got the, you know, the pen taken apart. So halfway taken apart, stick it in the bottle of ink and I'm sitting there, you know, kind of like, um, doing the little snorkel and it's just kind of like sucking the ink up into the bladder and people are looking at me like what you know i mean you, you if you remember the good old um the like laurel and hardy or uh, three stooges where they take the uh, fountain pen and they kind of like squirt it at people yeah those are the pens that you know they use and i still i still use those all the time and uh they're you know you know they're they're hard when um uh to they drain out of ink pretty quickly but uh because they don't really hold much but they're just fun and it's that ritual that you're talking about yeah you know it's very cool and if if uh if you guys listen to our last episode where we talked about the the sketchbook mechanics and stuff we had a great comment on that episode and we ended up reposting it on the blog and that was i think it was steve hall's um 
entry on because at the end of the episode we asked you know what do you guys use and so he wrote an essay about his setup and it's a really cool read so if you go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash blog you can read his setup and he lays it all out it's very very cool read so definitely check that out and he also uses the blue black ink like you're talking about it's great ink yep all right so i guess it's my turn here uh let's see i'm gonna go with probably pushing at the top end of the uh the price list here up there with the 3d printer and this is the camera that i bought about a year and a half ago and it is the olympus omd em5 it's a micro four thirds so it looks like an slr but it's about two-thirds the size of an SLR, so it's not like this giant weight hanging from your neck. has interchangeable lenses. This is an unbelievable camera. The lenses are awesome, super-fast lenses, great depth of field. Um, I can't say enough good things about this camera. If you go to my website, evantroxel.com, and you go under the... Um, weekly photo section you can see some of the photos that i've taken with this thing i just i fell in love with this camera it looks gorgeous it's kind of got a retro look it looks like the old olympus om series cameras and uh, which were great cameras also you can still buy those things on ebay but uh you know it's it's a thousand dollars it's not a point and shoot i mean it has full manual controls if you want but Man, this thing just takes amazing photos. I'm the kind of guy, you know, I lost my last camera. I used my iPhone for like a year and a half as my only camera. And then uh, I decided to upgrade to a real camera once again because I just missed having the resolution and the, the sharpness. And uh, this is this has just been the best camera. And it's on like the top list for for all these different photo blogs. So I I definitely recommend it. It's the OMD EM5 and it's a great camera. Can I uh, um, mention an article that I read today on uh, MSN.com's, you know, like the news and um, they were talking about, I guess it was the 14 companies that will be out of business in uh, 2014. Wow. Olympus was one of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, it was actually... Buy it now, the then. Um, <laughs> it, it was... I think they were talking about, you know, um, how, like, actual cameras are... You know, they're... You know, people aren't using um, cameras anymore. They're using, you know, the... You know, just phones and yeah. all that other phones. stuff. And, you know, sure, they are. But, you know, you still have this serious photographer that's going to be out there um, taking photographs. Well, um, I mean, even do- if you if you go and look at look at my page and look at the, the photos and you just as soon as you look at the photo, there's no way you could capture that with a, oh, a camera. Absolutely. Phone. I mean, and that's know- really where it stands apart. It's just they they're gorgeous. They're going to last. These these photos are ones you can you're going to want to put hang up on your wall. You know, they're, oh, they're yeah. just awesome. You know, and, and you know, uh, I, I would love to buy a Leica. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would, 
I mean, if I could afford, you know, an $8,000 camera, you know, I'd have one, you know, hanging around my neck. But have you (laughs) seen the, speaking of cameras, have you seen the new Nikon DF that just came out? No. It is a new digital camera that is the exact body of the old. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... it's got a lot of the similar traits of like you know the old Nikon's or the old Canon AE ones, you know, and things like that. But it's digital, and it's you know you can you know, interchangeable yeah. lenses and everything. Sony has one out too. I think it's called the A7. It's it's very retro looking, but again, amazing sensor. Yes, um, yes. and that the, and the lens compatibility is awesome. So yeah. the cool thing about the the Micro Four Thirds is the weight. You know uh, the if you're if you're like me and you're you're going around cool architectural buildings as soon as you pull out a big camera the security guards like get out of here um but with a smaller camera you don't feel like you're so threatening out there you can just snap and take some pictures um but the image quality is right up there with it i mean it's it's really amazing what you can capture with these and uh you can shoot full high def video you can shoot nine frames a second if you want to do, you know, action photography. There's so many. The tech, the technology really is there to do some amazing things, and it's in a small package with uh, interchangeable lenses. So I, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's really cool, and you can plug any lens onto these things. I mean, there's adapters that allow you to put 50 year old glass onto the front of these things, so you can have full, hmm. just manual focus, a gorgeous. Canon lens or a Nikon lens, and you can throw them on this Olympus. It's it's really cool oh, stuff. That'd be great because I've got my uh, dad's old Minolta. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I've got tons of great uh, lenses on there. Yeah, like I picked up an old 200 millimeter lens off eBay that that you know I, with an adapter, it just it goes right on. I use it to shoot pictures of the moon, you know, because uh, you can get full frame moon shots. It's really cool stuff. So. And the cool thing is that Don't there's give me there's any ideas. <laughs> it's got it's got a five axis image stabilizer in the body of the camera, so you can throw really? any lens on there, and it's still going to stabilize the image. Hmm. So it's not in the lens like like Canon does. Right. Um, so you don't have to buy the super expensive lenses. You can throw any lens on there, and the image stabilizer is in the camera body, which oh, that's is cool. Really that's helpful. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Mr. Pan. All right. Uh, Speaking of the moon. Speaking (laughs) of the moon. uh, My next one is uh, something else that was recommended uh, when I put it out there. Is uh, back to the, uh, not a pen this time though, Cormac. It's the Rot Ring Black Barrel Mechanical Pencil. Comes in multiple sizes, or uh, widths, I should say, not necessarily sizes, uh, for uh, lead thickness. And it looks like just a really good mechanical pencil, you know, for uh, for those times when you need to have a mechanical pencil. Okay. It, it's and it, I have one, and it's a great pencil. There you go. Um, I mean, Cormac's stamp of approval. There you go. Uh, the, the sketcher's life is me. <laughs> I am trying to pull up um, one of these links. Uh, I don't know if it's my turn. Is it back to me? It's your turn. Yeah. All no, that right. was a quick one. Bluetooth speakers. 
everybody's got their own preference. My particular preference is um, Bose. I've been faithful to Bose speakers forever. Um, ever since I got, when I was in the Army, my very first speaker when I went out to splurge on my first paycheck was uh, a set of Bose 901s. And uh, I haven't looked back, you know, I've been faithful to Bose and they've done some great stuff. And there is the, and for some reason, the link that I posted is not clicking to the to I got the actual, it to come up. I got, it came, yeah, it came up for so me. So it, it's, it's, it's your the, East Coast connection. It must be. Because um, it keeps coming up with like Evan's headphones, which are great headphones too. Um, but uh, it is the... It's basically the uh, Bose SoundLink Mini, Sound Link. Yeah, mini sorry. yeah, mini Bluetooth speaker, and um, I li- I like it. You know, we've we use um, the Bluetooth speaker for my uh, daughter's birthday party, where I basically just put the playlist of the eighty songs that she wanted on, you know, for her birthday party on my phone, and just brought the little you know speaker in hand. And, um, you know, we played like uh, freeze dance and all that other stuff, but it's just a great, I mean, it's got great sound for a small compact speaker and, um, we've used it on trips, uh, where, you know, we'll be driving, the kids are watching a movie on the iPad and, um, you know, I want to hear it, but obviously not going to be able to watch the movie, but, you know, at least kind of like hear the movie and, um, rather than just playing it through the car you know, speakers since I have an old car. Um, but it has, both of them have tape players. So not very nice. many people can tape say that. Players. Those. <laughs> so this, this speaker has 620 five star reviews. That's, oh. that's pretty telling. Yeah. It, I wow. mean, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I've, I've got so many different little, you know, bows, this and that's, um, you know, to my clock radio that my wife used to criticize me for, um, before she started really listening to it. You know, she's like, you paid $400 for a clock radio. I'm like, no, you know, the sound wave radio. Yeah. Um, I have one of those and I got one of the first ones that came out and, you know, it's just, it's brilliant sound <laughs> for a compact little thing. It's just, they do fantastic. I love their headphones. I've, you know, got the, um, over the ear headphones. I mean, just, I like good music. I like good sound and I like good quality that comes from, you know, the Bose speakers. Now, Bose, wow. please send me all of your new <laughs> products at Corbett Palin. <laughs> right. All right. I have the, uh, the jam box by jawbone. And this one has 1,139 five-star reviews. So you need to talk to your people and get some more five-star reviews before you start competing with my Bluetooth speaker. All right? It's not on your list. No, it's not. But it's great. I love it. There you go. It's very similar. I, they're probably the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, cool stuff. I, I think that these things are awesome. And I, I use it in the kitchen. I use it out in the garage when I'm out working on the car because I also have an old car and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely awesome to have these wireless speakers. So cool. I'm going to put, I'm, I'm reading up on this uh, uh, AeroPress coffee maker. I'm going to put it on my list uh, and text it to my wife. (laughs) You can't go wrong. (laughs) 
All right, I'm going to finish my list up with something that I um, have pre-ordered. It's not available yet. There's actually only a few days left for the uh, initial 50% off offer. But have you guys seen this thing, uh, Coin? Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. It's the card to, uh, it says, use one coin for all of your cards. And basically, it it's a... Uh, it's a digital credit card that lets you store an unlimited number of other cards uh, in in an app on your on your iPhone or your smartphone. But then it'll transmit up to eight different cards onto this thing, and you just push a button, and you can kind of cycle through the different cards that you want to use it for. So it could be store cards or credit cards or whatever. And uh, one card in your wallet can take the place of several others. And if any time one of the cards that you want to use is not on it you just pull up the app and on your phone and tell it you know send this card onto the card and 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 there it is it just shows up so if you want your starbucks card on there or whatever um and it's not on there already you can easily just do that um i think that this kind of stuff is super cool i you know it's fifty dollars it is a totally geeky uh tech gadgety kind of a thing but i think that being able to get in on this stuff early and play with it. it. I like supporting people who are doing cool stuff like this. Um, so I thought that this would be a cool gift idea. So Actually, you know what, Evan? By the time this podcast goes live, because we don't live in linear time here... It'll be full price. It'll be full price. So it'll be $100. Yeah. There's only four days left as of right now. And by the time this podcast goes live... It, that offer will probably be up, but still, it's a very clever idea. Um, it's really cool. I I don't uh, know how it's going to work out, but I'm I'm okay with trying it out. I actually ordered one for myself and my wife. She was like, "Oh, that's so cool! I want to try it too." And I I know that there's going to be some places we go into who are going to be like, "I'm not swiping that card through my machine." Right. But I'm sure there will be lots of people who also know about it and know about the security on it and stuff like that. And uh, and so I think that it's not going to be as big a deal as ever, as a lot of people are making it out to be now. Um, and plus, their website's really cool. So definitely <laughs> it, check it out. It There's is, a lot actually. of neat so this, animations. So this actually comes out summer of 2014. So we're, we're about six months away. Bleeding edge technology right here. This is bleeding edge. You know, this is really clever, and I thought about doing it. But then I looked at the cards in my wallet and said, There's one. I only use one. <laughs> one card i mostly do too but i've got a few other things that i would like to have access to sure you know triple a there's a bunch of things on there your your kaiser card whatever you've got you know there's always going to be something that sometimes you know they're they're the one percent cards the ones that you never use but you need one all of a sudden and uh that this is one way to get it so i think that this this is a cool thing nifty all right So I'm going to go, I, I, my, my next one is going to, it's not my last one though, but I've got a, I've got a couple more. But um, this one is another reader suggestion. I shouldn't say reader, listener suggestion. Um, and, uh, and so we'll, we'll have to say, you know, only, only do this with, uh, you know, safety here involved. But it is the original Daisy Red Rider BB gun was a suggestion for this us. This is awesome. So, 
and uh, you know, so I, I don't know what what really to say about this. I um, you don't need to say I don't need to say anything. Nothing. Say nothing. All right. So the Daisy Red Rider BB gun. Only those so who know. Check this know. out. There you go. That's awesome. Short and short, short and sweet. Yep. Very cool. You're gonna shoot your eye out. <laughs> you know Don't they actually have, they have a little a museum um because no, the, uh, the up in um uh why am I forgetting the name of the place it's it's um Plymouth Michigan and that's actually where the Daisy BB gun um company had started they they're I guess they've been bought out and moved to like Kansas City or something like that. But the um you can go to the How Plymouth Histo- partner? Yeah. You go to the <laughs> you go to the Plymouth Historic Museum and uh they've got kind of a little thing about both the um BB gun. You know, just the BB gun in general, but also uh a Christmas story. And so they do a little thing about the Christmas story there too. And because the BB gun did not exist, that particular BB gun model didn't exist. Um, they kind of made one up for the movie that the um, Daisy actually made a special edition Red wow. Rider BB gun with the um, compass in the in the stock <laughs> and all that other stuff. Nice. Um, you know, after that, so it became like their number one seller. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome. hey, I'd, I'd I'd love to have one kind of lucky there aren't they? Yeah. all right this is very cool all right so Cormac, next uh go ahead because i actually only have one more but i want to save. i'll save it for last okay all right yeah. so my i had another one here and this was another listener suggestion um i'm going to be specific but the the general suggestion was books and i know we we did an a very early episode of the arca speak podcast about you know what's on our bookshelf so Go back and uh, check that one out for some great book suggestions. But I'm going to throw out two books that uh, actually I have both of them. I I was a a small contributor to one. But the first one I'm going to mention is uh, Apple Design uh, by Frederick Von Bores. And uh, it's a really cool book about Apple's design. And so um, it comes in a really great hardcover edition. And um, I really highly recommend it uh, for, you know, just all the different uh, design that Apple's done over the years with uh, all kinds of different uh, examples and great photography. And it's just a great book. So uh, I'd recommend that. And the next one is called, it's a new book that just recently came out. And actually, I've uh, been following the author for during his journey, I would say, for the last four years. And um, I, he actually asked me for a quote, and it's, it's published in the book, so that's, uh, that's kind of cool. So, uh, but it's called Iconic, a photographic tribute to Apple innovation, and it's by Jonathan Zufi. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but he went on this journey to actually collect and learned how to photograph all of as many Apple products from literally the Apple one all the way up through, you know, earlier this year. And 
the photography is just fantastic and he tells the story in there a little bit about uh, how he learned to photograph and he has a whole website uh, that has everything that he's done but the book is just a fantastic coffee table book um, you know showcasing all of this and so um, you know those those are a couple of books I recommend um, you know there's there's plenty others for architects uh, out there and you, you know we'll put a link in for that episode that we did on that uh, so you can go back and and, and review that but uh, um, and if yeah Kevin? I was curious do you have a couple that you uh, want to throw out couple just, books yeah. yeah there you go I'm just curious if uh, if you know, because because when you started talking, Neil, I, two of um, two that I wanted to plug uh, um, came to mind, and I'm curious if uh, Evan's got any. Yeah, go for it, because I well, I didn't think about it. Um, you know, when when Neil started talking, I kind of like whipped around and looked at my bookshelf um, behind me, and there's two books. They're they're older books. They've been out for a while, but. Um, uh, both of them are on the same subject and both of them are, um, about the rural studio, um, from, uh, my alma mater, Auburn university. And both of them, uh, one is the first book that came out is, uh, called rural studio. And, um, it's from Andrea Oppenheimer Dean and, uh, photographs by, uh, Tim Hursley. And um, the second one is Proceed and Be Bold. Uh, it's basically life of um, the rural studio and life after Sam Mockby. Um, and uh, both of them are fantastic books. They talk about basically the journey of the rural studio from its uh, conception to um, coming into fruition and, and kind of Sam, you know, Sam Mockby's uh, journey of trying to convince all of these people that he wanted to do basically do a crazy little design build studio in the middle of nowhere off campus and take, you know, um, a full design studio of second year and thesis students out into the middle of nowhere. And um, it's about a uh, social architecture and trying to make a difference with uh, the stuff we actually do. So they're great books to read, um, beautiful photographs. I think he's one of the, um, Timothy Hursley is probably one of the best architectural photographs of the modern era. I mean, there's obviously plenty of older ones, but, uh, so you guys should, uh, check those out. Very cool. Awesome. All right. I have one last one. That's like a, a great little thing to have at your desk, at the studio, at your office. And uh, you guys have have those uh, self-inking stamps for any reason? You know that you got to stamp your drawing with. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what what do you, what's on yours? Like what kind of what kind of stamps do you have? Office copy. Office copy. <laughs> I have my architectural license as a stamp. That's it. Okay. So last Christmas, a friend of mine sent me I had this one on my Amazon wish list which is a public wish list I guess so I this package shows up in the mail <laughs> oh sweet what's this you know and it's a it's a WTF stamp <laughs> perfect and it is so appropriate 
to have at the office because there are so many times when something comes across your desk and you just want to stamp it with that and send it back. I need a digital one for all of the RFIs I get. I know. You can make one, you know, yeah, add it to Bluebeam or whatever. This thing is awesome. And so now uh, my, my, uh, my neighbor Mark, he even has one. His is a little bigger than mine. And uh, so, so we get we get a little stamping parties going on sometimes with our WTF stamps. So. Did you guys see the official BS button? That's a good one too. <laughs> it's like the Staples it's easy like button. It's the Staples button, but uh, it's on the same pages. So um, yeah, you can get yeah. this thing on right. Amazon, and yep. it's a inexpensive $9. gift that's great to have around the studio. So uh, definitely pick one of these things up. I WTF does WTF mean? We're not going to say. <laughs> Google it. This is a family-friendly show. Most of the time. All right, that's yeah. it for me. No, you have another one in here that I want yeah, to Yeah, I've mention. got more in there, but... Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I will have a link to it in the... Uh, there will be some bonus links in the show notes, so definitely take a look at those. This, this could go on forever. It could, it could. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up with my last one because I was talking about books. And because I like my comics, uh, and I know Cormac does too, so uh, a really cool gift for that comic lover, who may also be an architect, is a comic book picture frame. These go for between 10 and $15, and they're kind of uh, nothing more than a plastic-type case. has some special UV plastic on it, but uh, basically you can take your favorite comic. could be you know something really old. Uh, I have actually uh, a copy of Fantastic Four issue number 18, so that's from about 1963 maybe, Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe 63, 64, and uh, it's hanging on the wall in my office. Um, So really cool way to display, you know, really great comic, fantastic art, um, you know, or your favorite old issue and put it on display instead of sitting in that long box. <laughs> there you go. Very cool. And I have one more, and this is a purely selfish one. I need tickets to the national championship game <laughs> in Pasadena, California, <laughs> January 6th. <laughs> Send Cormac out to visit Evan. Send Cormac to visit Evan. That's right. And get him some... Uh, National championship tickets. <laughs> Why? Why would anyone want to do that? Oh, I believe uh, Auburn University is there. Oh, I think I think you can Football. cut this this part out. Yeah, Those sports. <laughs> <laughs> they played football in college. In mine. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you can't All go right. to the SEC school without football. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Okay. All right. Well, then uh, this little bonus extra long episode uh, is going to should wrap it up here. So if you have any questions or comments, please visit our website, ArcaSpeakPodcast.com. And there you'll find links to the ArcaSpeak Podcast Twitter account, our individual Twitter's accounts, and the ArcaSpeak Facebook page. And we also enjoy listening from our listeners or also enjoy hearing from. Wow, it's late. Sorry. Uh, we also enjoy hearing from our listeners as well. So call and leave us a message with your holiday gift ideas at 
484-8496. And please leave us a review on iTunes. We really like those. And buy the Arcaspeak t-shirt. Absolutely. This is, your, yes. this is your chance. I mean, we don't know when we're going to do this again. So uh, grab, grab it while you can for the next two weeks. And uh, we would love to send you a t-shirt or two. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. They don't know